Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. All righty, welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 34. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. And what is in our cup this week, Lindsay? Okay, guys. So um, our cup is a little bit of some shushu momo. So we did our bubbly bracket. Thank you, everyone, for putting their entries in. So again, um, last year, our bubbly bracket that had to do with some basketball thing. So we did like this whole bracket thing and we narrowed it down to the final four. Um, and we did not vote on cutest players like people normally do <laughs> we put it on ta- like taste mm-hmm. flavor presentation and the ease of making it so for your selections you had to input a cocktail that involves some type of champagne prosecco or sparkling wine and the ingredients had to be readily available so thank you everyone for submitting yes yes thank you uh-huh. um, and our drink that we're drinking is the winner and we're not going to tell you just yet because we're going to go through the final four that's right but you should know it is quite delicious yes it's really good we've also drank a lot already kind of yes so they sure have (laughs) yeah thank you for um you know helping us drink alcohol (laughs) i don't even know if we need much more help but you know what the bubbly bracket's just like an excuse to drink more yeah i mean it's our job also it was like it was fun to like go through and look at all the recipes and really like see oh i want to try that oh i want to try that so this has been a fun like little excursion for us um so i guess we should just dive right in yeah what is our final four that we taste tested today okay so we're gonna go in order that we tasted them so the very first cocktail that we had is the champagne margarita this was so good so good and i don't even like tequila that much but it was just so so good (laughs) so um super easy guys you throw two ounces of tequila four ounces of some bubbly and an ounce of lime juice and three-fourths ounce of simple syrup and you shake it in a shaker with some ice Mm -hmm. Mm. you also salt the rim I did half the rim, think margarita glass. Then you pour it into a champagne flute. You garnish it with a lemon twist. This one was definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, clearly one of all of our favorites. Yeah. But definitely, like, I loved this one. I, I actually have never had a really horrible night on tequila, so I still love tequila. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't overly tequila-y. It was very, um, the champagne kind of added a nice mixture to it to make it where between that and the lime juice like it tasted wonderful it was like a nice balance of sour and sweet mm-hmm. not overly sweet and sour that you get with a lot of margaritas oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. it kind of had a really good balance between that and the, the lime juice it made it like i like it better than a regular margarita yeah truly i don't think i can ever go back to just a regular margarita nope and it's really great because at my house we instituted margarita mondays last week so this is going to have to be like the big thing, especially during the bachelor bachelorette season. Oh, well, I think that needs to be a thing regardless for like our entire summer break <laughs> as if we get a summer break. But I think that Margarita Mondays for us during the summer should be our summer break. So mm-hmm. or just like our adult life. 
our adult life yes. yeah all of that okay so we um did three different categories of voting guys so on our flavor of the champagne margarita we gave it a 7.5 mm-hmm. yes yes all right and the ease of making it we gave it an eight mm-hmm. only because the simple syrup you do have to cook that or buy it but we cooked it super easy to make but still ha- takes a little bit of extra time and then the presentation we gave it a nine yeah the presentation was great especially with a little bit of salt on the rim and drinking it out of like a champagne glass i love right that. and the mm-hmm. little lemon twirl yeah. the lemon rind twirl so that got a total of 24.5 out of 30 yes well deserved mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so we you know definitely try that champagne margarita okay so the next submission um that got in our top four was the chamberry the chamberry 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 um yeah so this was one and a half ounces of gin three-fourths of chambord muddled berries you shake that in a shaker pour it in a flute and then you top it with bubbly and it will explode <laughs> uh, it sure will um i guess anytime you have something like a berry or anything like that and you pour champagne on top of it it just does the like waterfall effect and it just goes right over and if you're wanting to do that this is how you do that yeah <laughs> absolutely pretty much pretty much so it's good it's probably one of the, the sweetest drink that we had in the bracket uh for and um, it's very good. So you can use fresh strawberries or fresh berries of any kind. Uh, we use frozen because that's what we had. And so that it worked great. Yeah. Frozen strawberries to be exact. And uh, yeah. then Jess muddled them up together. Um, and the, it was actually really, really good between the, the strawberries and the Chambord. It cr- created a very, very nice fruity flavor to it. Like uh, Lindsay mentioned, it was a little bit sweeter um but it it actually still a very good springtime drink um perfect for you know if you're wanting like a pink kind of drink because it it changed the color of course a little bit and it would be great for like a a shower or Mm -hmm. any kind of like a social event like that when you're wanting to go with more of that fruity kind of flavor and vibe right and the flavor is probably going to change a little bit depending on what kind of berry that you're using if you use a blackberry or a raspberry um you know the flavor is going to change a little bit but it's still going to be on the sweeter side and then we used a, a drier brute uh you know mm-hmm. sparkle um so definitely you don't want to use a sweeter uh sparkling wine or champagne with this unless you want a really sweet drink um but that chambord and the berry is going to add the sweetness that you need for this yeah and you definitely want to muddle your fruit and Mm -hmm. you want to mix it in the shaker with that chambord because they're going to attach and give that cocktail some really great flavor yes so what was our scores on that Lindsay? okay so the for the flavor we um gave it a seven yeah, it had a really good fruity flavor. Mm-hmm. Great. The ease, we gave it a five just because muddling can get a little kind of intense. But we actually had a makeshift muddling or just did. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about that, Jess. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you have like a mortar and pestle or a, a muddling thing, then that's going to be really easy for you. Um, we didn't have that available. So we just took a little short glass and a spoon um, and we actually had to use frozen berries. So that is... 
you know, ease of ingredient, if you don't have any berries or fresh berries available, we did have to take the frozen strawberries and kind of um, thaw them out and get some of the moisture out. You don't want them to be really wet. You want to kind of like pat them dry with a paper towel um, and then put them in the glass. And I just took a spoon and kind of um, mashed them together until they were in kind of like a berry paste. Um, And then I added them to the um, shaker. And can we talk about how I went through Trina's cabinets and thought she had um, a muddling pot and it was a salsa cup. It was definitely like a salsa dish. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't have uh, anything to muddle with at my house other than glass and and silver. But that's the thing. Like, we made it work. um, Uh And that's, I think, a good lesson for everyone is like, you can make it work regardless if you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to have a bar kit. Yeah. Right. So for the presentation, we did give it a six and a half only because anytime you have anything with fresh fruit or frozen fruit in it, it's going to leave that weird like rim thing around the glass. It's kind of like a film Film. of Mm -hmm. like the the ingredients a little bit, which makes it it looks pretty when you first pour it. But as you drink it down, it creates that film that pulls all the way down. Um, So it's not as pretty to look at. And it's definitely as you fill your glass, like it's going to keep mixing back in and everything it it still tastes perfectly fine it's amazing but as far as presentation doesn't look as well Mm -hmm. yep so if you add all this together that's a 20 out of 30 Mm -hmm. yep all right so our next drink is the twinkle if you think that sounds familiar we actually featured it on our last episode on episode 33 i kind of described it as uh it would be the perfect drink to describe both Lindsay and jess oh they're both the twinkle in my eye we're twinkles in each other's eyes love it so that's um so yeah again we talked about this last episode so you get a shot and a half of vodka and you get three-fourths of ounces of saint germain you shake it for at least 10 seconds get it good and cold and then before you pour it in a glass you get your flute and you rim your flute in either sugar or glitter gold glitter uh, sugar. Uh, edible, edible glitter, glitter. Sugar. Yeah. i mean not i mean i guess it doesn't have to don't be at, at drink regular glitter <laughs> glitter no so yeah edible glitter which you can get like at any craft store and then once you do that you pour the vodka and the saint germain which is the elderflower liquor into the flute and then you top it off with champagne mm-hmm. yep this one was a light crisp um kind of has um I don't know. To me, it has a little bit of an apple flavor to it, I guess, in a way. That's the best kind of description I have. It. It's, again, light, crisp, uh, very delicious. Loved the presentation of it. Presentation yeah. was just super nice and clean looking. I loved the little rim of the gold sugar. Which yeah. is what we used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's very just airy. Yeah. It's a good uh, drink this anytime kind of drink. It's yeah. very easy to put together. It was it, it, it was definitely a, a good one. Like, if you're going to start... Like, if you're going to get up and just start drinking, this is the drink you start with. And you, right. And you need a cocktail that's not too sweet or you not get too up over at the top. Seven, you have your coffee, and then by 7 30, you start drinking. This is like the first <laughs> drink, I feel like. That's and, right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, and you all know that we're, we're pretty um, much champagne purists. We kind of like just the champagne by itself. But if you do like to, every once in a while, like have a cocktail, you don't want to. Mm-hmm overdo it you don't want it to be overly sweet this is your good happy medium there mm-hmm. you know what that's what i like it doesn't overpower the champagne mm-hmm. 
I think I like the fact that you pour the champagne on top of it as opposed to yeah. blending it all together. The yeah. champagne that I think float. Yeah. Champagne yeah. float. So how did we score this one? Okay, so on flavor, we gave it eight and a half. Mm-hmm. It's definitely yummy. On the ease, we gave it a nine. It was very easy. Mm, yeah, very. you just have to shake it. That's the big thing. You just have to do the shaker. And then on presentation, we gave it a number nine because that glitter just makes a little something, something. Mm-hmm. And it's very just pure and golden looking in the glass. Yeah. Even if you don't have the glitter, it still just makes for a yeah. great drink. Yeah. And you can use just a regular sugar rim if you do want a little something frou-frou on your little cocktail. But all in all, that totals to 26 and a half out of 30. Awesome. All right. So our number four cocktail that made it to the final four is our Manmosa Champagne Way Style. Yes, yes. I loved this one. This one was a great little addition to the top four. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. So we've had this before, but probably a little different, maybe a little different measurements. But you got super easy. Half of the glass of champagne. Duh. Duh. Right there. Yeah. yeah. And then the other half is split between Amaretto and OJ. Mm-hmm. But not and, like the Simpson, like the orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> and you can even play with that a little bit. If you like a little bit more OJ, yeah. you like a little more Amaretto, you can kind of play with those. Amaretto has a very strong, distinct flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I would probably go a little less Amaretto, a little bit more OJ, or just even a little bit more champagne overall. But it, that's what's great about this one is that there's no necessary exact measurements. You can yeah. really play with it to see what you like. And if you've watched our video, you can really tell, like, it does not have any type of set ingredient amounts. Like, I like the taste of amaretto. Like, I can drink it by itself. Like, the DiGiorno. Did I say that right? I that's, that's a pizza. That's a pizza. No, that's DiGiorno. No, that's a pizza. <laughs> you mean DiGiorno? DiGiorno on the rocks. I could drink that by itself. Okay. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, but you know, OJ, and I don't like a lot of OJ, has a lot of acid in it, it gives me an ingestion, so I just want like a splash. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like my champagne bottle just to face the OJ when I drink it. Oh, yeah. so it just kind of is being like, hey, neighbor, what's up? Yeah, like yeah. I'm not a big OJ fan. But, um, this but I was- do. I was going to say, this one was very popular when we did our Champagne Friday event last summer. We brought out the Amaretto and the orange juice for this, and it ended up being one of the most popular drinks at that event. It's really delicious. And you wouldn't think so just looking at it. So for scoring our flavor, we gave it a nine. It's very flavorful. Mm. Pretty delicious. Like if you want to dress up your typical mimosa, just go to the bar and ask them for a shot of Amaretto and just like pass it around the table, drop a little bit in your drinks. It's so good. The ease, we gave it a 10. Because it was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do the mixers and the measuring. You just pour it in. However you're feeling. I feel yeah. like we need to sing It's Easy Like Sunday Morning right now. <laughs> easy Like Sunday Morning. Thank you, guys. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. So presentation, we did give it a 5. Because as you know, amaretto is brown. <laughs> and you mix that with orange juice and champagne and it just kind of looks like you have a spoiled mimosa. Well, <laughs> It tastes amazing. It does. But it looks a little funky. So um, if you add all that together, that got a 24 out of 30. Alrighty. So, so what's in our cup? Our cups have the twinkle. twinkle. Yes, that's right. So we've got vodka. We've got St. Germain, the elderflower liqueur, and bubbly with the gold glitter rim. 
Mm-hmm. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That is correct. Uh-huh. And second runner-up was the champagne margarita, which we will be drinking every Monday going forward from now on and to I can't, eternity. And I can't wait to uh, try that out frozen. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh yeah. Yes. I was to say, and third up every Sunday morning, we will be having a man mosa champagne white style. That's right. That is correct. And I honestly think our fourth one. Would be good frozen style, actually. Now that you mentioned Ooh, that, yeah. So, what would the that be? Chambery, chambery for Shambary. for all our upcoming showers and birthday party celebrations. We're going to be making the chambery. Yeah, perfect for that. So these are all for delicious. Again, thank you for submitting your entries for our cocktails and helping us get drunk on this Sunday morning. Yes, thank you very mm-hmm. very much. We appreciate it. We are going to be posting videos of us as we made all of these and tried all of these. Um, so pay attention to our Instagram at the Champagne Way and check out these videos. Mm-hmm. They'll eventually get uploaded, right, Trina? They will. They will. They will. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have. I some might be a little behind. Listeners on that. <laughs> asking about the Chicago video. I know. She got work life. We'll know. hear about it in the drink about it segment. But Trina's been off lollygagging, partying every single <laughs> night I at have. this tin pan <laughs> south thing where they hit like pie pans together. That's oh, exactly that what happened. Actually, you have a better description for it than what my mom does because every time she's like, Tin pan, are you playing with pans? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's that. I'll, like, no, I've talked to you about this for years, but no. <laughs> that's what I think you do. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. <laughs> all okay. right. So, so y'all. Um, so, everyone knows, all the listeners know, I'm from a really small town. Yes, can you please say that town name for us? Because I just love the way you say it. Waynesboro. Waynesboro. Waynesboro, Tennessee, y'all. It is on the Alabama state line. It's still Middle Tennessee. Um, But, you know, in smaller towns, and I think this goes across the country, like some of the smaller stuff that happens gets made real big because there's not a ton of crime like we see in the bigger cities. Yeah. So the town has been an in an uproar Uh oh Because Small town scandal Yeah small town scandal So someone Or some bites Have Vandalized the cemetery what? Like, what What do you mean So they have pushed Gravestones down They have spray painted A bunch of stuff And just Desecrated it Oh no and uh, that That's not really cool Because that stuff is One very expensive For the families is. That have to pay for it and then that's just it's disrespectful weird and creepy too. Like, why are you going into a cemetery? At, I assume at night, right? And desecrating gravestones. Like, first of all, do you not think you're going to get haunted? Right. That, so my first, my first thought when I heard about it is like, I hope whoever did this gets haunted by those people. True story. True story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just talked about ghosts and hauntings. I mean, yeah. c- clearly. Uh, hello, I learned that that stuff really does exist. It does. Um, you had a haunting. I we had talked a about haunting. It. Um, so hello, that that's yeah. a real thing. And also, like the cemeteries are places that people go to mourn and to talk to whoever they have lost, and that it's just disrespectful. Yeah. Again, like the whole cost to fix that. Like, mm-hmm. do you have to replace the whole tombstone because that's very expensive? And how? Well, they weren't broken. But like you those gotta, are really heavy. Mm-hmm. You got to like clean stuff off. Like that takes some like arm work. Yeah, and effort. Yeah. yeah. So 
you know, the whole town's been in uproar for a week. Okay. So yesterday I get a text message from my sister. Uh oh. And she said, Hey, like, is your husband available? My husband's a defense attorney, so he does a lot of criminal law. Is he available? We just found out that my husband's son, which is my stepson, got arrested for this crime. Oh, uh, so um, okay. You got like a oh, snap! Step nephew who's a little bit of a hoodlum. Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he's nineteen. Oh, oh, snap! Yeah, so we like called my brother-in-law. He's on speakerphone. My husband's trying to talk to him to try to figure out like what he's charged with. It's like a couple vandalisms, a couple desecrations of something. I mean, as one is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But his bond is set at $150,000. Wow. Um, oh, that's a bit high for a small town. Right. And and, and also just the, what would be, would this be a misdemeanor? Like So they're e-felonies, most mm-hmm. of them. Um, okay. So you're looking at about $10,000 here and there um, is what the usual bond is. But the bond is not a punishment. Right. Bond is to ensure that you come back to court, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean there are people who commit murder, allegedly, who get a lower bond than that. So that's a very high bond because like so they they are kind of using it as a punishment to like keep them in jail. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um wow. so so that was a little excessive as what like I was listening to and my husband was like, Are you serious? <laughs> Like, who died? Oh, they're already dead. Okay, sorry. But that still. Was too much. But um, still. <laughs> yeah, so so that was excessive. And... You're right, though. It's a vandalism charge. It's it, Despite what he vandalized, it's a vandalism charge. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the same as a murder charge or an attempted murder right. charge or a rape charge. He he damaged some things. And it was, it, it's horrible. And, and I don't know what evidence they have against him. I don't know if he confessed... I don't know if they have video. I don't know like what role he played in this, but he's 19. He doesn't have a record. Oh, really? You know, yeah. yeah. So, so um, it's interesting. You know, my husband was like, I cannot believe his bond is that high. He just like went on and on and on about it. And in my hometown, it's just a different life. So like, yeah. So is this like the biggest scandal crime that's happened in a while? Oh, in, a, in a while, probably in a year or two. So I was telling my husband, I'm like, you just, he's like, if, you know, because I told my husband, I was like, you can't go represent him. They, you're not from there. So they'll take it out on him. Like if a Nashville attorney comes down to this little town in Tennessee, two hours away, they're going to home cook him. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, my brother-in-law, real, you know, he realized that he just wanted to kind of see where, well, you know, like what. What course of action to take. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, and my husband's like, yeah, no, 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 I get that. And so my sister had a custody battle years ago and it was in front of a judge and it was before I was an attorney. And I just remember the judge saying, I do not care what the law says. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. All right. Yeah. And so that was appealed and the court of appeals held the decision of the court. Oh my God. (laughs) So, so I, I think that we need to start a little podcast about your hometown. <laughs> let's go into the crime podcast world. Let's drink some champagne yeah, and interview yeah, yeah. some yeah. people about small town crime in Waynesboro. You know, that's <laughs> some crazy stuff happens there for sure. So 
there's all kinds of stuff. Anyway, I don't know what's going to happen. I'll have to keep you guys updated. Please do. Because if Please we do. did, this is really bad. But it's not like a $150,000 bond bet. Like, yeah, he should have to do some community service and pay some restitution right. and really make some apologies. But it's like, don't spend forever in prison because of it well being in prison for a long period of time doesn't solve the issue like getting him out there and making him scrub every single grace right entire place not even the ones just that he like vandalized but every single one make him like like garden that cemetery for the next five years Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a punishment that's like building character that's more worthy than like hey we're gonna like force you to sit in jail and think about what you did yeah that's not gonna solve any problems <laughs> if if he indeed did this he has to atone yeah right and so so anyway that it's gonna be an interesting thing to kind of watch from afar mm-hmm. um you know and i'm like telling my husband i was like if he were my child i would leave him in jail forever and he's like but it would be different if it was your child. Mm-hmm. It would be. Like, oh. Well, and You're I, right. Yeah. And I think sometimes living in a larger city, I just have no clue about what happens in smaller towns. Right. And and I mean, I am I am an attorney and I see a lot of crime, but I see it on the very extreme end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this stuff wouldn't be a big deal to me. But yeah. in a smaller town, I could see how it would be because they don't deal with the very crazy crimes over and over and over again. That's true. Yeah, that is true. But like most of my like small crime experience has come from a lot of these like small crime, like what well, shouldn't say small crime, big crime podcasts. Yeah. But that have been focused around small towns yes. who don't usually have the proper systems in place to right. address a big crime yes. happening in a small town. And I wouldn't even honestly justify or like I feel okay calling this a big crime. It's still like a moderate level of crime. Right. Like he did something wrong. But again, allegedly. this is allegedly, allegedly allegedly did something wrong. Like that's just but still like I, I don't know. Right, very, right. Very, very interesting in that regard like to think about like both sides like you want to see the person get punished for doing something wrong if they did it wrong but like at the same time but you, n- you don't want them to be taken advantage if of. they didn't hurt anyone you want to make sure they learn from what they did and can move on and and learn in a constructive positive way so i have a lesser version of this but a fun okay. story for oh. us regardless. Okay. i'm ready okay Ciao. so small town yes producer marshall <laughs> oh, oh i know okay. him and yeah, uh, we, we know him so producer marshall got in trouble in his very 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 small town <gasps> in georgia <gasps> was he a john one stoplight <laughs> in his town he was not a john <laughs> do you know what that is yes he <laughs> <laughs> was not that for those who don't um, know those are the men that pick up prostitutes i can't wait till he like listens to this later and is yeah. like oh my god what are you saying <laughs> no he knows this story though because i've heard it seven times from him and his mother oh yeah <gasps> but oh, yeah. oh his like, mother knows he and some friends got a hold of some spray paint <gasps> and they went down to this like abandoned building over by the tracks and in Marshall's case, he very specifically vandalized one thing. Oh, he oh took my God! Yellow spray paint. Okay, and he spray painted a toilet seat yellow. I'm not kidding you. Like it's total juvenile. That's like, a big deal. 
Total big deal. But it was vandalizing. (laughs) (laughs) And so then they left. They go home. The cops, I guess, like catch them or something like that or show up at his house. How did they? Sorry. How did they know it was them? It was because when they went and bought the spray paint, again, small town, (laughs) the person that um, sold them the spray paint called and told one of their parents to be like, hey, why are they buying spray paint? Did you send them to buy the spray paint or did they just come to buy the spray paint to do something? The the store owner Uh called their parents about spray paint. Small town, Jess. You grew up in Nashville. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) Small town, they called the parents and was like, hey, so your kids just came in for spray paint. Did you you send them to do this? And they were like, no. So what are they spray painting? Because, I mean, it's really quick for a parent to be like, huh. Wait a minute. (laughs) So anyways, they get caught, essentially. And... The cop shows up at his house and his mom basically like plays along with the whole thing and is uh, basically like, take him to jail. <gasps> take him to jail. He's in trouble. This is what happens when you vandalize things. I yeah. think it scared the vandal out of Marshall really quickly. So producer Marshall has never vandalized anything. And he also, I think secretly that's probably why he hates it when I bring up spray paint. I oh. think it's also because he hates that spray paint leaves a mess and he thinks I do it wrong every time. But I think it's more deep-seated and he knows what spray paint leads to. Potential jail time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Marshall, think about that. Oh, my Lord. So that was obviously vandalism on a much smaller scale than a cemetery, but it was handled in a different way. Well, and I love the fact that like the parents kind of got in on it and was just like, no, no, haul him off to jail. Like teach yeah. him a lesson. Like yeah. let it happen. And of course the kids are like, mom, no. <laughs> like, you know, mommy. But like, I think that's, it, it was putting the good kind of fear in the child. Like here's the consequence to your action without there necessarily actually being a consequence other than like go clean it up and don't ever do it again. But obviously he never went and did anything like that again. And it also didn't make him so bitter against the judicial system well like I'm good job mom there's there's ways to sometimes handle this kind there of stuff but whereas in a larger town if like you know when i was in high school if some kids went off and bought some spray paint to vandalize the bridge right by my high school which is what many kids did i never did this promise but whereas, I mean, that was the, I mean, that's, you know, just the bridge where people drove under, but like kids would go buy spray paint and for their senior or whatever, they'd spray paint stuff. I mean, people would have no idea like who their parents were. I mean, like, what? no idea. It's a big town. It's a, right. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question to ask you guys. Uh-oh. What's that? So in high school, what is the dumbest thing you ever did? Oh, God. Oh, Dumbest thing I ever did in high school. Yeah. But there's so many. I know. There's a lot. (laughs) Well, honestly, I mean, I can't think of anything super dumb. Like, if I were to really think about it, I can think of, like, levels of dumb. Dumb and embarrassing. Just dumb, dumb. Like, I don't know. Like, dumb and got in trouble. Like, there's so many. So, I had an event with the FBI. Oh, no. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) So, I was in a group called Odyssey of the Mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was where they picked the smartest kids to be a part of this group. So, like, the people in the special classes that were, like, smarter than everyone else. I was not a part of that. They just need extra people. And somehow I got recruited to be in this group. And you go and you travel to these different competitions. And you have to put on a play. But you have to have, like, all the stuff 
like you have to use bubble wrap or I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff that you have to do. Anyway, so I was in this for a couple years, right? And it was always in Clarksville, the first tier of competitions. Uh And then we would always, it was always in the spring. So we would drive to MTSU because our high school team would always be playing in the championships at MTSU, the basketball team. So we were in this van, like a person's van, and we thought it would be hilarious that we would write on a piece of paper, help, I've been kidnapped and put it in the window. Oh, no. No, you didn't. I feel oh. like I've seen this in a TV show or movie one time and it never ends well. <laughs> yeah. So we did that. And it's before cell phones. And so we get to the MTSU basketball auditorium and all of a sudden, like these people that are not in police uniforms, they're plain clothes. They, they swarm us. And they take us into a questioning room and they question us about who we're with and if we were kidnapped and ask us like all these questions. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Horrible children. I know. I know. (laughs) And I would just like to say the two people that I were with were in the smart class. I was not. (laughs) Did they blame it on you? No, 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 no. We were just like, we were all like, we thought it, like we didn't think about, I mean, then kids don't think about the, re- oh, know, this will con- be funny. Consequences, it's just right. like, it's funny. Yeah. Well, and so, but you know, they acted fast and were able to figure out the situation. They were able to figure out it was a joke yeah. pretty quickly. My mom has never laughed so hard to this day. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty good. At least she can laugh at it. I like Jess's face where she's just like still in shock like, over it. Who like, I have a podcast with you? Who called the FBI or the TBI that quickly without a cell phone? I mean, somebody that pulled over and, um, you know, they go to the payphone is between Clarksville <laughs> and Murfreesboro. And so they had plenty of time to call and then they probably had the tag number. So they probably tracked the tag number down. And this was in the 90s. I guess y'all were in a van, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's very suspicious. <laughs> that, is, that is suspicious. But you were on yeah. a bus, it could be different. No, we were like, in my friend's van and she always, she had four kids. So she already has like the state of the art van with the TV and the DVD player that you're like, man, I wish you were my mom. So they definitely thought you were uh, legit kidnapped. Yeah. Like, I yeah. would think that too. Like, if I saw that and you were in like a van, not like a bus, I would definitely be like, no, those kids are, those kids are 100% kidnapped right now. And I want to <laughs> say at one point, like we put the sign to the window, the back window, and we're like pointing to it smiling. You oh were smiling? Probably. <laughs> well, I never did anything like that. I do remember nope. at one point when I was in high school, this is not uh, anything to do with my high school itself, but um, I was in high school and I had a fake ID. Oh, this in is high no, school? Yes. And this is no surprise to like my family because they, they've all, they all knew about it as you're going to hear in this story. Okay. Um, but uh, I got it because I had a lot of friends that were older than me. And now keep in mind, like this wasn't like a fake ID that I had when I was in high school that made it where I could drink and I was 21 years old. This was a fake ID so that I could be 18 years old to go to (laughs) clubs with my friends that were 18 or older. Okay. Now, young Trina was thinking, I just want to dance. Okay. Just, Uh I just want to dance. But 
in the grand scheme of all of it, I could see where obviously it's still a fake ID. So it's still a federal offense to have a fake ID, you know. So um, I went to visit my dad for Thanksgiving. You know, he works for he's a corrections officer. He spent 20 years in the military. He's a little more by the book. Hi, dad. I know you're probably listening. Um, (laughs) And I just remember the fact that I apparently left it in the back pocket of a pair of pants and left it there. And I get a phone call. I'm glad I was at least back down south with uh, like at the time like my dad lived in north florida and we lived in central florida i'm glad i at least made it back home because i'm pretty sure i wouldn't be able to walk for a week because he would have tanned my hide as he would put it but he called me and i just remember him like answering the phone and him going like i can't remember what the fake name was on it but my first name was the same and the last name was different okay so it was something like uh trina jenkins or something like that from like (laughs) from like new jersey okay like it was something along those lines and my, my dad answers the phone and, or when i answer the phone he goes i'd like to speak to trina jenkins from new jersey and I, I just like got really silent kind of like please tell me you oh answered with the new jersey accent oh i you know should've. like there's no way to hide the fact that he knows i'm clearly in trouble and oh my god what is gonna happen to me now so yeah about that sorry dad um <laughs> your oh daughter is a juvenile god. delinquent i was a, a delinquent at that point in time yes um <laughs> no i mean i really did i just that's the worst excuse in the world is that i i like i legit i just wanted to go dancing guys so i, I had a fake id too but oh. in college yeah saying i was 21 it was my military id because <gasps> my dad was in the military mm. and it was the easiest id to change and I did that. And then my freaking friends knew a cop at the bar. And they're like, oh, go freak her out. And oh. that cop did freak me out. But then he was really going to arrest me. And then he was really going to take my ID card. And I was like, I need that for like medical purposes. Like, I won't drink. I promise. Like, anyway, it ended up being a horrific experience. And it was not funny how my friends intended. So thanks, friends of I don't even remember who. You, you're yeah. the worst. That's, you're the worst. <laughs> you're the worst. That's not nice at and all. No. Um, I did some drinking at my parents' house in high school, like twice. Um, did they know? No, they were. Well, once was on the 4th of July. Okay. And they were asleep upstairs. And it was my two friends, Brett and Brittany. And we were just downstairs being responsible. And then once they were out of town and I had people over. Oh. And people it was fine i mean my mom probably knows now hi mom sorry (laughs) (laughs) you said the house it's fine it's it's fine it's fine um but then i didn't have a i didn't use a fake id until college um when i went with uh some of our sorority sisters on a weekend trip to auburn oh i've heard all about that trip i (laughs) have not heard a thing tell me everything they i don't know where they got this id from i don't know what but it was apparently someone's id who was a swimmer on the auburn swim team okay I, I don't know what her name was. I don't know. I don't know how this got me into the bar. I'm sure the bartender just did or the bouncer just did not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably not. So you're probably like 20 at this point in time. Like yeah. I, no, I was, I was 19. Oh, you were okay. 19. I was oh, wow. 19. And but well versed in drinking. Yes. I mean, college. Come on. Now. And, yeah, and it right. was it was an Auburn football weekend, but we didn't have tickets to the game, but we were just going to go up for the football weekend. 
and someone had just given me this swimmer Auburn girls ID. Mm. And I was like, I I was already drunk. And (laughs) I just handed it over to the bouncer and he just let me walk right in. And I was like, okay, you're good. And I went right in and I was already wasted. And I just know that an ESPN cameraman bought me a Jack Daniels and Diet Coke and that I was so drunk, yeah, I spilled it all over him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun time okay. for college. So I did. Okay. So that reminds me of a story. So I lost Madi in college, like after I was 21, as you do when you drink a lot. And um, like a year or two later, I get a phone call from my friend who bartends at a bar. And he's like, hey, like, did you give a girl, I think you, I think he bartended at Chili's. It wasn't even a bar. It was a restaurant. Did you give, do you know her? Did you give her your ID? And I'm like, no, I lost that ID. He's like, well, this girl is using your ID. (laughs) I'm like, wow. He's like, I mean, I just didn't know if I should bust her or not. I'm like, well, you do what you do. I lost that ID. But I think he like let her use it. I was like, whatevs. That's hilarious though. Because you never really hear about that. A lot of people do use just random lost IDs or like so-and-so's friends of a friend of a I, sister I, of a... And I guess that's what my Auburn swimming ID was. Yeah. I don't know if she, I just got to borrow it for the weekend. I don't know how I attained it. I used it that one night. I have no idea. I don't even remember what her name was. See, yeah. I got lucky because my sister Nina, when she turned 21, I had a copy of her ID that uh, I can't remember. Like she gave it to me or something because she had moved to a different state and needed to change her ID. So of course, when she moved to the new state, she was just kind of like, because around this age, she just kind of moved around a lot at that time. And so she moved. She let me keep her Florida license, I believe. And so I was able to use that when I turned 20 and she was 21 at the time. I was able to use that um, for a short bit of time. And dad, if you don't know about that, sorry about that. Nina was like an accomplice, 100%. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was in college and at least then it wasn't a full fake. It was me just taking a fake, you but, know? You know, she had just, to start drinking so she get ready for this podcast. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I was a very responsible drinking college student. I'm just You've saying. always been. I've always been a Except for that Clarksville drinking. trip. You know, except for that. Otherwise, you know, I've been very responsible. My dad's um, going to totally listen to this and I be mean, like, Trina, 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 <laughs> Trina. So what we're saying is we're <laughs> alive. We all had some younger indiscretions and... As you do. As one does. I'm just trying to picture now, like thinking about all of that and all the things we've just admitted to and the idea of living in a small town. Yes. And like, how would we feel if a if the system like targeted us in a way where it was just like to make an example of us yeah like that's just that's hard to think about it is it is and that and that's what happens because that is when you don't have murder after murder after murder happen in your town but then you have something like this it's the first thing in months that's serious besides meth and whatever you know, like it just—it it's interesting. Meth vandalism. I feel like one of those should be. More I mean, important. is that is that like <laughs> making like an example of someone? Uh, could be. Or an example of a situation. I bet. Yeah. You know? uh, example of a si- yeah. It. I mean, it is. It's pretty awful if you think about it. But when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, is it the worst thing you could ever do? No. It's a property offense at the end of the day. As much as you would like to think it's not. Yeah, that's true. True, true. Mm. Make, again, I'm I'm all for the make the uh, whoever is charged with it make them go through there, scrub all that stuff down. Mm-hmm. 
community service go even a step further and make them like plant gardens around it exchange the plants every week and make them exhume the bodies and put makeup on them and make them i'm not going that far we're not doing that (laughs) that's one step too far you're like that that, that's the habitual line stepping thing oh you know that's the ghoulishness that you you and marshall are gonna be in that like category you are both habitual line steppers (laughs) emma is that my name habitual line stepper yeah marshall's owned that for pretty uh, like Mm. a while but i feel like you're a contender yeah. Okay. Like yeah. we should put you two in a face off and see who can step over the line more often. Lindsay, I wish you'd been in the hotel room at three thirty in the morning. <sighs> oh my god, me too. When those ghost I would have played up. with those kids. She would have baby fever so bad right now. I would have like went out there and and like played with them. But, but ghost children, baby yeah. fever, and ghost children. What if you had a possessed baby inside of you all of a sudden? Oh my god, can we put that in me? No, no. That, <laughs> habitual line stepper. Habitual, habitual line stepper. <laughs> You want a possessed baby right here. Okay, right here. I am obsessed with ghost stories and all things haunted related. And I've never had like an experience. Although my psychic told me that I had like the fill the touch. Like I had that ability. So maybe we should just start a tour of going to a bunch of the most haunted places in the world. Like let's plan a trip to Savannah and go like to all the haunted places. Next weekend we will go to Savannah. That's what we need to do. We need to plan some champagne way trips where we get drunk on champagne and go see if Lindsay can get touched by a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, let me, let me say, I look, look and listen. listen. Are you guys sure you did not knock on that door? I swear Trina was, knocked out snoring dude i was on the floor like no lie asleep at like 9 30 and then i woke up again at 11 climbed up onto the bed when it pulled out and like went to sleep because we got up early the next day and drove all yeah, the way back to nashville we did not we were serious when we said we wish that was us because that would have been hilarious yeah. but we also wouldn't have left without you knowing it was us okay like 100 promise because one we would have had to be drunk to do it yeah probably because I don't think sober us would just like show up at your house or not your house, your hotel at 3 a.m. and like knock on the door. But if th- 3 a.m. drunk us did do that, we would do it so many times and be giggling until you caught us. Yeah. So. And like, we would have eventually been like, it was us. Like, it happened again, twice. Habitual yeah. line stepper. Both of us would have been over yeah. the line that night and been like, no you definitely had a haunting it happened it happened twice it was no one in the hallway because you know how you can tell if someone's in the hallway trying to be drunk and find their room yeah Yeah. oh yeah i 100 percent like think that you would have figured it out if it was us and we would have owned up to it by now because we kind of wish it would have been us and and you know how sometimes you get really cold in the room where there's ghosts we were so flaming hot Mm. i feel like that's like the creepy thing about it because a demonic spirit like you do always hear coldness but the fact that you keep saying it you were so hot we were like, so, okay, it makes so me creep down a little I bit i feel like that's a demonic spirit and you know the demonic spirits usually take the children's essence so you are fooled wow so it was probably a it demon was, it was scary well and you know are you possessed do we have holy water? I want to sprinkle holy water. Here's on water. Here. No. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to just do the, the champagne. I bless the champagne. <laughs> it's flashing on <laughs> Is she burning? She's, is her skin she, melting off? She is legit just tried to. Uh, <laughs> she just spilled champagne across our house and okay. across Jess. <laughs> it was a little bit on my hand. Um, oh, it's on the chair in the floor, dude. <laughs> okay. But we thought our friend was being 
had a demonic entity in her. I'm not demonly possessed. <laughs> I did read. Uh, they talked about on the last episode watching 1408. Um, I did read the short story 1408, which reading Stephen King creeps me out more than probably mm. even watching yeah. him. Um, so I read that last week, which thank God I didn't read it before I went to the hotel. It was terrifying because apparently his short story his short story 1408 was based on um the congress plaza hotel which is where we stayed in chicago and it was yeah. a terrifying short story but you still haven't watched it yet right i haven't watched it yet we but watched I read it last it. weekend okay it, well, i will say this so the only version that you can find out there in case any of our listeners want to go watch it based off of our previous episode and this one um 1408 is on Amazon Prime for free and it's also on like uh, at least for Comcast it's on on demand for free Mm -hmm. but the ending is different from the original movie release that they released to the theaters and that's usually on DVD so Mm -hmm. the one that they put on on demand and Prime Video is the director's cut ending which is completely different from the ending that I knew that traumatized me for all of these years. Yeah. So if you get to the end of the movie, like you, you need to go online and look on YouTube for the original ending. Well, because the original boo. ending is way creepier, in my opinion, Yay. than the director's cut. And I know yeah. director's cuts are usually better. This in this case, I don't think so. Like one hundred percent, go online, watch the YouTube version, like the original ending that was in theaters, the theatrical version, not the the director's cut because they are completely completely different well and if you want to read and be creeped out let me recommend stephen king's short story collection everything's eventual which Mm. i'm actually reading right now which i bought randomly at barnes and noble because i like to read everything that stephen king has written because i really enjoy his work and i had not read the short story collection i picked it up randomly one day and it just happened to have 1408 in it i didn't realize this because i buy lots of books and put them on my bookshelf and don't read them uh, until like years later and i just happened to look at it when we got back from chicago and saw that it had 1408 and immediately texted trina and Lindsay. yes she did and was literally texting them the picture of the the like title page of 1408 and was like oh my god i'm reading this right now we'll totally watch it again with you okay great um but but i read it immediately um and i've read some other short stories in it so far so if you want to be creeped out by uh just little bits of horror uh everything's eventual by stephen king yeah yeah you should check it out. Watch it the movie. Full show. Watch the YouTube and original. We're ending. we're definitely going to go have more haunted experiences. Yeah. yeah, we're obsessed. We are slightly obsessed. Yeah. Um. All right. So what's on the drinking thinking cap this week, Jess? Okay, everyone. It's spring. Even if it's not spring, you're part of the country, and it's still snow. Whatever. It's spring officially. It's spring here. It's spring here, kind of. Today. Kind of. Yeah, the sun's out, whatever. Sun's out, gun's out. We're going to make some lemon champagne bites. Ooh, sounds delicious. It is. So this is like perfect for if you are having like a shower or a party or a brunch or um, any kind of thing like that. So, and it's really simple. Um, This is actually one where I'm actually going to suggest you use Horror of Horrors, a cake mix. There's nothing wrong with a cake mix. There's not. I love a good cake mix. There's nothing. There no. There's nothing wrong with a cake mix. Okay, guys, it's fine. You use a cake mix. I use cake mixes all the time. Me too. You do. It makes things simple. It's it's fine. So um, you're gonna use like a little um, go get you a lemon cake mix. 
get like a package of some instant vanilla pudding, you get some eggs, you get some sour cream and some milk. And so you mix it all together and you put it in your little mini muffin tin and you bake it. And this is actually going to bake a lot. Like this is probably going to bake like 50 to 70 little mini muffins. Oh, Oh, okay. I thought you meant a long time. Oh, no, no, no. They'll bake real quick. These are going to bake in less than 10 minutes, which is why it's good to bake like uh, for a shower that, but I'm yeah. saying it's going to bake a lot of them. Okay. So if you're having like a shower or something like that, this is a great thing, but then you're going to make like a champagne, uh, a lemon thing to dunk them in. Ooh. Ooh. So they're going to bake. Um, and then you're going to dunk them in this like champagne powdered sugar, uh, thing. So you get some powdered sugar, you get some fresh lemon zest, you get some butter, you get some lemon juice, and then you get some champagne. And you mix it up, and once your little mini muffins have cooled, you just dunk them right in the champagne uh, lemon sugar. And they get, and they cool, and you eat them, and they're perfect. Mm. And that is your delicious um, spring brunch little mini muffin thing. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. It's time for Drink About It. Drink About It. Drink, drink. Did you hear that harmony? (laughs) This is the segment where we talk about the reasons we drink every week. Both positive, celebratory, or event-worthy. Sorry, I've drank a lot today, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Did you drink before we got here? You don't Um, say. No, I drank a lot with you guys No, (laughs) no. um, I remember us making drinks and you chugged them all. Oh, I chugged them all? Oh, was that you? Mm, It was was Mm. Trina. Well, guys, hmm. uh-huh. dad, treat us an alcoholic. <laughs> Not true at all. She Not had a fake ID, dad. <gasps> I mean, why are you bringing that up against me? Yeah, <laughs> Be- because it's the best. <laughs> Lindsay, what are you drinking about this week? Okay, so um, I'm sure everyone is feeling this, but <sighs> forking allergy sinus season. Oh, oh my god, girl. Okay. So Girl, you stole I, one of my drink about it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all about that. <laughs> so I know it's bad for everyone in the country, but Tennessee, especially Nashville, is in like a basin and it's like the pollen just stays over this bowl of more pollen. It's like everything starts to bloom and so it'll be like all rainy. Then everything blooms and then it'll be all rainy again. But like that little gap of time in between where everything is mm-hmm. just full bloom. Yeah. It's the worst because it doesn't even look horrible outside. Like there's not like the pollen dust everywhere necessarily, but everything in bloom. Uh, my car like, is green ugh. right now, actually. Oh, yours is? Oh, mine hasn't turned green yeah. yet. But it, mine still has salt on it from the snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> but my head has been like in constant headache mode for like three days straight. And yeah. I haven't been able to breathe and I sneeze a lot. So I have the worst of the worst allergies. I've had allergy shots three separate times and literally... The doctor wrote me a prescription that says I need to move out west. <laughs> and I had him write it wow. on a prescription sheet and Jay laughed. Um, so I don't take the Zyrtec pills anymore because they made me really like just not here. So I take a Zyrtec spray mist, a Floanase, and then another another pill that's not supposed to be as bad. So I have all that. Mm-hmm. So um, Friday morning... I wake up. I have a tr- I have a homicide trial, guys. My right eye is swollen shut. <gasps> oh no! Watering uncontrollably. I so I have this. Tri- it's going to be on video, so oh, it's going to no. be filmed. So I have to put on makeup. <laughs> How do you put on makeup with like one eye won't open? Like yeah. first of all, I can't even look because I have this makeup mirror that lights up. 
And so one of my, I put a little bit of eyeliner on one eye. I can't put any mascara on the eye that's watering. With it, the time I get to work, it's melted off. No. <laughs> no. So like I have to question this doc. I have to question all these people. And like, I'm like one eye Wanda. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's like watering uncontrollably. My little assistant, who I usually don't get an assistant during one of these, but she was there because she was training another assistant. Like I gave her my car keys and my debit card. I was like, just go buy me whatever allergy medicine that you can buy me. And she did. Bless her heart. Thank you, Rachel. And um, she did. And I took it and it did. I don't know if it helped or not, but it continually like it was like literally one. And I feel like I did a pretty good job because people said i did but i was like are you sure like my watery eye wasn't a distraction <laughs> so i have a question do, do you like go up to the judge ahead of time and you're like hey sorry if i'm like winking at the oh. witness or whatever during this <laughs> all i'm picturing is winking so i'm glad you went there but so, i did not this time i had before like if i've had a big issue like one time I had my eyes dilated and I had to wear sunglasses. You had to wear sunglasses during a trial? In the courtroom? Yeah. What? Yeah. Because, you know, you can't stare at bright lights. So Did this they, time. Did they, like, call you superstar the entire time? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, but this time, like, I felt like it was a self-explanatory because my nose was running. I was sneezing. So I was just like. And so, <laughs> and so like, I literally was like, I need an eye patch. Like, uh, but I didn't have one and it was miserable. Uh, like I got home. It, it was also burning. Like it wasn't just like watering. It was burning out of my eyes. Like I literally, if I could have, I would have like scooped out my eyeball and rinsed it off. Thankfully, I found in my cabinet before I left some sustained eye drops that expired in 2017. I mean, it's but fine. But still work. <laughs> that I tried to use. It did not really work. But by the time I got, I really could not see. And then I had to deal with my terrorist of a daughter. Oh, my God. That sounds like a horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. day. And then I went Girl. to sleep. And the next day I woke up, it was fine. Oh, so it Ooh. just did it especially for your trial. And my mom was like, you have an infection in your eye. I'm like, this literally happens like every so often. Like, no, it's not an infection. It's called allergies. This is your fault. You have horrible allergies. You somehow gave it to me. And this cannot, like, I do not need to go to the doctor. It will pass. That's what I'm drinking about too this week, Lindsay, oh. because allergies suck. They suck. That is correct. What else are you drinking about? Okay. So guys, this is super exciting and I feel like a rock star. Mm-hmm. I got my first endorsement deal. <gasps> what? What? Yeah. So I had a company, a sunglass company messaged me on my personal Instagram page asking me if I would try their sunglasses. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And they're Sojo, S-O-J-O. And so they sent me some sunglasses and I absolutely love them. And they're not paying me to say this, although they did send me free sunglasses, but not to mention on the podcast, just to mention on my social media. So that's how much she likes them because she's mentioning yeah. them on the podcast too. So, right now. Uh, so I bought them on Amazon um, and they have a bunch of different types of sunglasses. Like they have different, they have the cat eyes, they have the regular and they have different colors and they have different lens colors. So I got um, pink lenses for one of them and it's just kind of your straight sunglasses and they have the thinner like things that go around your ears. Like the metal on the end part? Yeah. 
and they came in a cute little box with a cute little bag with a cute little lens cloth. And then for my others, I got the tortoise shell cat eyes. Mm, nice. Yeah. And they're probably my favorite. They're um, super cute. And so cute with my red lips because I love to re- wear red lips. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she let us try these on and yeah. I... I, I I was told by Marshall that he really liked the cat eyes on me, and I do like those ones. But as far as comfort, I really love yeah. the other ones that, like, on the front side of them, they look a little bit more like your Ray-Ban style. Like, yeah. they're your traditional, like, mm-hmm. more of the plastic, thicker rims, squared off. But I like that they're a little bit more hybrid, and they have, like, the metal off the ends because yeah. they feel more comfortable on your ears. They're both very like, comfortable. Yeah. They're also very affordable, guys. So um, 15 to $20 a pair. On Amazon, right? On Amazon. It's like so dang. S-O-J-O. And um, again, they come in their carrying case. They come with a cloth. Again, they're not paying us to say this. So I just want to let you guys know that they're not an official advertiser, but they were my uh, personal promotion. And, you know, when you do that, you just never know what you're going to get. But these are such good quality. And I love sunglasses. Love, love, love them. But I, it's hard for me to find some that are comfortable because they pinch my nose. Neither one of these pinch my nose. And Jess, it's going to make fun of how I say pinch. I was about pinch. to say, can you please say pinch one more time? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and another thing is, so I have bought some really expensive sunglasses in the past. Like, I have bought $600 sunglasses. Oh, from my, my, my girl. My girl. What? Holy shnikes. Fendi. The most I've ever spent is like 50 bucks. And Fendi. I hated that. So I got some Fendi sunglasses for $600 with some Savorsky crystals. And they were precious. And they, like, got big they stretched out within a month oh no a month oh no. see that's horrible i was Goodbye. assume that you like lost them in a lake somewhere no 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 no, no. <laughs> that's what happens to all of mine so that's what happened to wills there's yeah not a fendi fendi company in nashville i got them in vegas so i couldn't like take them back or anything like that so i had like the sunglass place try to fix them and they're like we've tried to narrow them down so i love some beautiful sunglasses but i don't want to pay a fortune because I'm going to lose them. They're going to break. My daughter is going to chew them up. Like I need some gorgeous sunglasses, but on a budget. And these are perfect. I really love those tortoiseshell because I, I, I used to have some tortoiseshell. They look um, really good on you too. Thank you. I love the cat eye shape too. Yeah. yeah. This is the moderate cat eye. They even have more like dramatic cat eye, but you can also get them in different colors. So like the tortoiseshell is very, I feel like, you know, every day-ish, mm-hmm. but you can get them in the pink. You can get them they in the white. black. They I do love that color. pink though. That's so they so have cute. some really fun colors and shapes that you can choose from. So definitely check those out. I love it. If you want some fun sunglasses on a budget. I'm interested in the sunglasses because they're affordable in my price range. And like I mentioned previously, I lose things all the time. Especially yeah. Especially during the summer. I, yeah. In a lake, on a boat, mm-hmm. in my car, all the time. <laughs> I just scratched my sunglasses, actually. So I probably need to get another pair. Yeah. yeah. I will definitely be purchasing more of these on my own dime. Cool. Love yeah. it. All right, Jess, what are you drinking about? All right. So I actually just had a great movie theater experience that I am drinking about. Oh, my God. Did you like go get the butter in your hand and then go back to your seat with your fiance? Nope. 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 Um, That is not the movie theater experience that I had. No. (laughs) No. Line stepper. (laughs) Line stepper. Line stepper. Lindsay, the line stepper. Lindsay, the line stepper. Lindsay, the line stepper. That's what you are. Okay. Um, Okay. No. So I actually, you know, we. Put the butter in your mouth. 
Nope. <laughs> wow, you jumped across that line. Then. <laughs> she like leapt across that line. <laughs> Lindsay the line leaper. <laughs> Lindsay the line leaper. That's better, new. actually. Though. Okay. Wow. Triple L in the house. Triple L. Triple L. Okay, look and listen. Uh, we already talked about uh, that we sometimes like scary and suspenseful movies here. Yeah. I think, you know, I know Lindsay likes that sometimes. Yep. I love it. So um, I actually went and saw the new Jordan Pill movie, Us. Oh. Okay, so I don't know if anyone knows uh, uh, Get Out. Did anybody see Get yes. Out? Yeah, it was so yeah. good. So Get Out was so good. So I went and saw Us, which um, is supposed to be even scarier and more mm. suspenseful. Was it? Yes. Oh. Okay, so I, I Us, uh, let me just give you a quick, I'm trying, going to try not to spoil it very much, but Us is about um, a family uh, who goes to a beach house. This is very minimal spoiling. And they um, see a family who looks like themselves. Uh, and that family kind of invades their beach house. And that is the most minimal spoiling I can do. Like clones? Wow. Yes. That's yes. crazy. Like clones. That's That's crazy. like the most minimal spoiling I can do. So much more is in depth that happens. But it was good? Oh. Worth seeing? It was so good. But let me tell you why it was so good seeing it in the theater. Because I, I went and saw it in a, a pretty good, like, you know, on a Wednesday night at a local theater. And there were other people there. And literally, when the clone family showed up, the main character um, literally saw the clone family. She saw herself and she was just like, no, no. Mm-mm, 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 that's what she said. Mm-mm, that's mm-mm. literally that's literally what she said. And that's what I would say. And I was like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. And that's no, what she said. Mm-mm. And that's what everyone else in the theater was saying. And so I haven't talked out loud in a theater like that in a long time where I've been very vocal. I've been like, no. And like been like, girl, no, don't do that. Or been like, no, what are you doing? Like I haven't had an experience in the theater where I've been very vocal and been like, you know what I mean? Where I've actually talked and had fun experiencing the movie where I've been able to talk out loud to the characters and felt comfortable screaming out loud at the theater but everyone in that theater was doing that and it was very enjoyable to experience that with everyone yeah like it was such a fun movie to do that i've heard great things about it i've heard good things about it It was so enjoyable and it was just i'm telling you it fine if you really have to wait to dvd or streaming to do that whatever but it's such a much more enjoyable movie to see it in a crowded theater it was so good. Like, it was such a good theater experience. And it was such a good movie. Have you seen Dumbo? Uh, no. Me either, but I want to see it. I'm not sure about Dumbo. Really? I, it wasn't my favorite animated Disney movie. I mean, it looks okay, but... Uh, I'm, okay, the original wasn't your favorite. No, but yeah, you the original. Seen the I haven't seen the new one. Oh, okay. So, you know... But that is pretty cool about that other movie. I mean, yeah, I actually uh, picture you in the theater being all, uh, no, girl, no, yeah. don't go in there. Se- seriously, there were people who were just yeah, like yelling at the screen, but like in a good way. Like we were all having an enjoyable movie theater experience together. So I highly recommend go see us and go see in the theater together. It was just like a good drink about it. The only thing I was missing was having an actual drink in my hand. Alrighty, so I got another drink about it. This last week uh-huh. has been very tiring, mm-hmm. but so much fun. So I'm drinking to... This is like an odd drink about it, I, I have to okay. say. Okay, as many of you know, last year, like I switched jobs. And at the very end of my last job, I worked a songwriting festival. 
this was like the oh. most stressful week of the entire entire time i was there every year this was the most stressful week because we put on a seminar for two days i put on two days of training and then on top of that we did five days of a hundred shows oh, for uh, the songwriting festival hundred 100 shows oh. i mean it was a very stressful week and you didn't even ask me one time to talk or sing i didn't have any choice in that yo oh, okay <laughs> so okay. anyways okay. Okay. last year okay. i talked about it and it was because it was like literally my last week at this job like the festival ends on saturday and it was a really awkward time to quit because my last week would have technically been that friday but the festival is going on so i worked through the saturday and the festival and then i came back in on monday and monday was my last day and then i started my new job so this year it was kind of interesting this was my first year coming back like as a part of the festival like going to the festival but just as a patron because i always loved the festival it's a great songwriting festival so i have been exhausted all week because i've been going to all of these shows but it's been amazing because what's wonderful is one i can drink at all the shows yes because they didn't allow that what? yeah and it's well, not, that's dumb it's not a matter of like oh i want to drink a bunch of stuff just because i can but part of me is like i want to have a glass of wine at every show just to prove like i can be a responsible adult <laughs> and drink a glass of wine at a show um because they had very very strict rules now at any time there's a company rule like that at any company you know it's because it was instated because one person took way too much advantage of, of it. course yeah thanks person so, that was probably me <laughs> that one person ruined it for everyone who worked there and totally that person i cannot relate uh-huh <laughs> it's like everyone's been that person probably but like it, it, it kind of ruined it for all the staff because we oh. worked so hard that week mm -hmm. and all the only way to make up for it is like the last night they usually they all the staff meets together after the last show and goes and grabs a drink but you're talking at that point they've put in over like 12 to 16 hour days for yeah. like five or six days straight plus the weeks leading up to it you're prepping all the time mm -hmm. and so it's like you're exhausted on that last night so to be rewarded with like one one to two free drinks at a bar is kind of like not enough <laughs> right you're like this is my thank you this is my thank you i mean granted it was nice to kind of like have that conclusion of the way right week, like to say cheers we finished it we made it through but it just wasn't quite enough but like so anyways from my perspective that was a win for the week because i got to go i met up with co-workers who still work the festival i met up with co-workers past co-workers who used to work for it that don't any longer and we got to all kind of bond over that and that was actually a lot of fun because it was like Good. i got to experience it from um just a regular attendee perspective and someone in the music industry still and then also from the perspective of like oh i used to work this so i know the ins and outs and i respect the people and i understand what they used to do mm -hmm. and i'm sorry charlie really feels strongly about this and he feels like he must insert his opinion yeah. on this do too. you hear a pussy <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the champagne cat cafe Woo. Mm. So yeah, that was one of my big drink about it for the week because I'm exhausted, but my soul is filled with amazing songwriter goodness. Yeah, love not it. mine. If you look at the, uh, under the music, Maybe under my favorites on my personal Instagram, which is at Tree Tree Trina, uh, that's T-R-I-T-R-I-T-R-I-N-A, go follow that because I post a lot about the shows that I go to. If you want to discover some new amazing songwriters and hear some good new songs, I posted a lot of videos from the shows I went to this week. You did. I so had the good. sound off though. You should always turn the sound on. God. Jeez, that's so okay. mean. But I feel like you would love me because I feel like I'm being reintroduced to music because we're starting to watch American Idol again. That's not the um, same. That's it's not like, the same thing. Okay, but it is getting me back into music. But that's not the same. There's some really no. good people in there. Those are amateur people trying to 
make it not okay they're good talented people trying to make it okay they're I shouldn't say amazing that, amateur, but you need to listen to good new music that's like out there to be discovered that yeah. people are putting their heart and soul well, in yeah. that's the same people no those no. are singers singing songs of other people. no some people yeah. sang their own songs it was really good I don't know what they're to say letting about that, more creative. I feel like because you know they started back, they're letting more creative people come in that sing their own songs. Like one guy's like, "I am not fit for the show. Like this is not my genre. Like I'm not. I don't do pop or popular music." And they were pretty much like, "You're gonna win." He well, did I hope so. Original song. <laughs> I love those original songwriters though. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else are you drinking about this week, Lizzie? Okay. You, me, yeah. Uh, so today, Jess can tell you right that you have backhanded complimented <laughs> me all day okay but the, the <laughs> yeah was it intentional yes no no uh, was it not it, so, it, was, it was not intentional it was never intentional i thought i was complimenting you but i was backhand complimenting you but not meaning to backhand compliment you. yeah I just was. I've drank since then. Okay, <laughs> but it's been like time after time, <laughs> time after time. But I'm on no allergy medication, so my brain is blocked. I've drank alcohol. Uh-huh. I've had very minimal sleep because I've been to songwriter festival all week. I'm just saying, this is this is me. This is what you're getting this week. Okay. Uh, okay. I got a lot of rolled eyes right now, so I yeah. feel like that's not a good enough excuse. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna atone for my punishment here and like what I should take as my punishment. I'm sorry. Even your I'm husband called you out at one point. I, I didn't mean to. I okay. Uh, I meant to imply that you're smart all the time. She's like, you're. What did you say? <laughs> no. Okay. One of the, okay. the big time. The okay. big time. Okay. She said, "I'm smarter than I look," and I said, "You're smarter than you look all the time." <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say, "You look smart so, all the time." Was That's she, what I meant to I say. Like she said. Oh, you're just really pretty <laughs> and that means you're not smart or uh, I, mean, I meant to say you're smart all the time not I don't know I don't know smart. how to take it guys I, like, how it, should I take that it was it was meant to be like you look pretty and you're smart all the time I was not meaning it to mean like you look smart all the time but like I, I don't know what I meant okay um, here's how I took it um <laughs> I am so gorgeous that I can't be smart um, I'm being in Switzerland right now. Okay, I know that's not true, but that's how I'm gonna take it because that makes me feel good because I'm like eight drinks in and I want to feel pretty. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel like this is our musical episode. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so um, I have another drink about it. Every good show has a musical episode. So it's I true. feel like one day it's going to I happen. know it. Well, I sing a lot and I feel like you cut it out. That's another back in a compliment. Snap <laughs> crackle. I mean, um, God. All about attacking me today now. Oh, I know. Sorry. You've been attacking me. Uh, whatever. Okay. So I have another drink about it, guys. Okay. Yeah. So you guys know that I had a baby a year ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. And guess how many days that i have gotten to sleep in how many one only one a day a day you, you've the whole year is the whole year okay so i might have gotten to sleep in a day if like my mom or jay's mom had taken rory for the weekend but if we've had rory my daughter i have gotten to sleep in one of those days and i remember it because my husband told me how i slept in the whole day uh-huh so 
Gas how many days? My husband has slept in. How many? <laughs> so every weekend times two, because it's Saturday and Sunday, except for one day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. So I feel like we should do a mom union strike and we should quit waking up on the weekends and we should make the daddies get up with the babies. Totally. Um, I agree to that. And I'm just saying, in my case, I just think that my husband should get up with the cats when they start being a-holes. Oh, yeah. This is not just for regular babies. This is for fur babies. Fur babies, too. As you hear, I've had a cat meowing in the background, which now I'm holding. Like um, a baby. Like a baby, because that's Aww. what he, he likes to be held like. I'm taking um, that baby. But that's what I'm drinking about too this week. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to ping off of yours and go into mine. And I'm drinking about the fact that my cats can be a-holes. <laughs> my cats, and I have a lot of them. Because we have a How champagne. How many do you have, Trina? Shh, let's not go there. It's How sh- many kitties? It's a champagne cat cafe. How many pussies are in this house? So many. He looks. Um, um, he looks like a sweet baby. He's a he sweet does. baby sometimes, but he likes to meow a lot. And um, so we have a new uh, transitioning um, gato, and <laughs> he is causing a little bit of an uproar because one, he likes to sing a lot, and that's what we are referring to it as now. Is he sings a lot? Oh, he's yeah. singing on our. He's singing on our musical well, he's, episode. He's singing on the musical <laughs> episode, and. Um, so <laughs> in the morning we decided we we decided that his meows are this is a song for my people my people are listening as like, I meow 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 that's what it is and um anyways but the other cats so they're in that that period of transition and since he's still being introduced to the other cats they like to hiss at him when he comes in with, within like a three to five foot radius of them Aww. some of them are down to like a one foot radius but um it's like a combination of him coming in and going meow and the other one's going oh because of that i haven't slept a lot in right. like a week but what's the that's the fur baby's name full this, name this is charleston charlie pearl the third so oh, the nickname is Char Char Pearl. That's a very Southern name, I feel like. Yeah, his his overall name is Charlie. I feel like <laughs> he is like the Earl of Essence. The Earl of Pearl? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Earl of Pearl. Earl of Pearl. He was, uh, th- this cat is a special cat. He was tossed out by some uh, neighbors down the street, and the kids came by the other day and told us that his original name was Pearl. Uh, that was before they discovered he was a boy, because um, he's a very pearly blonde cat. And um, eventually, after taking him in on a few really, really cold nights and after he'd been attacked by a few animals, um, we got him fixed. And now he's just become a permanent part of the family. The other cats are slowly, like I said, bonding with him. But so, yeah, right now my cats are a-holes and I am dealing with Char-Char Pearl. Char-Char Pearl the third. A lack of sleep and... All, all of that. Okay. And if you hear meowing in the background, it's Char Char Pearl. Char Char Pearl, he's singing. Which I'm sure okay. you will love. So I have to drink about it because I had the craziest dream last night. What was that? Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So um, after speaking to my husband for what seemed like a short amount of time in my dream, he allowed me to go on The Bachelor. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. But I mean, obviously, it's only because our podcast needed more Instagram followers. Oh, that's what it was? Okay, I I approve of this change. Yeah, that's a perfectly reasonable reason. Right. And so I got down to the top four, which is hometown dates, 
but somehow we didn't make it to my hometown thank god <laughs> um, i mean as we just talked about uh, small, small town exactly but then when i got off and went home he was mad at me for going on and i even kissed the bachelor which there were two on this season because it was like a weird season Ew. that they you never had a really weird dream you <laughs> oh i okay so uh like a week ago, you guys, I had a dream that um, that green beans were coming out of my nipples. What? <laughs> like, what? this is not a joke. This was serious, and I woke up freaking out because they were also coming out of Jay's nipples, my husband. And, like, it was just like, psh, psh, green beans just coming out. Like, I feel like I have like a vegetable deficiency or something is this a new superpower that you i feel like about? you just have a, a weird one of, of having things come out of your nipples because last time we were talking about champagne coming out of your right, nipples, but that was our superpower now, but now this green was beans. a legitimate but you know green beans are kind of thick so it wasn't very comfortable ew in my dream i don't no. know about i don't know about this okay oh my god I have weird dreams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You do. You have very, 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 very so, weird dreams. My superpower is either champagne coming out of the nipples or green beans. Let's go Take with champagne. Take your pick. Let's go with champagne. Okay, friends. Um, I know we are all drinking about this one. And I know listeners, I know y'all are drinking about this too. Oh, are we? Y- yes. Because okay. you know what it is? It's yeah. forking tax season. Oh, tax season is the worst. Oh, my God. We're working on our 2017s right now. <laughs> we're, oh. already, we're filing an extension because we have no time between now and then now that I have a friend coming to visit. I haven't done mine yet is what I haven't. Well, um, I think I sent in most of our 2018, but we're still working on our 2017. I didn't know you could still be working on past years. Yeah, it's you, like, you it's, definitely can. Yes really yeah Yeah. if you have your own business you can i didn't know that was a thing the government's okay with that i mean they um, i mean they find you for if you owe but yeah it's a whole thing it's a lot okay taxes are confusing and they suck i'm usually really good about do usually i do mine in like february but this year i just keep delaying and delaying because i just use TurboTax. Mm. but like i have like some freelance work i gotta put in there and yeah. i just i haven't i gotta do that it's freelance harder. is the worst i yeah. know it's harder if you have your own business so you have your your own stuff like you have to figure out like and then we're still doing 2017 so when my husband went to pull his bank records they're like oh it's too old you to especially order them from two years ago oh god yeah because lord forbid they have that on their website from two years ago oh that's the worst well yeah i i just need to like get that going but like i feel like my schedule is always so full and so i'm like i I, because i have like current freelance work i'm doing and current events i'm going to well it'll teach you things that you need to learn for this year for when you do your taxes next year i know but i mean like i feel like i'm too busy to sit down and actually do my taxes we have an accountant i just sent every his name is william wallace <laughs> william wallace well like from braveheart oh. we, have a, we have an accountant that does our taxes but we still have to like go through and like we we do all the work pre-work where we pull and highlight everything and like calculate our deductions and stuff so i've still got to do all that and so does marshall and it's gonna take forever and i don't want to do it because it's gonna take like two days yeah yeah I just know I need to sit down and do all that business, and I don't want to do it. I Boo. just need to sit down and do it. Taxes. Boo taxes. Boo taxes. We're going to start our own State of the Union. Okay, sure. Okay. Taxation. No taxes. Yes. Except to us. If What's you drink champagne. Lobby for no taxes. 
whatever. Was that already a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Our roads aren't very great, so I feel like we don't need to pay taxes. Okay, sure. Or we need to pay more and they need to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we just need to pay, we're, we just need to say more champagne. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? That leads into my final drink about it. Okay, what? let's get it. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. And I, I slightly think we are to blame for this. No, uh, not us? true. I, I never personally. Blame. Sadly, I do think that we are part of this. Uh oh. The price of champagne has gone up <gasps> quite a bit. What? You're welcome, champagne companies. I'm sorry, champagne drinkers. I'm sorry to all you champagne drinkers. And I don't know about it in every area, but in Nashville especially. So I went to Walmart last weekend on like a champagne run because I was getting ready to go to a uh, birthday brunch the next day and we needed a champagne for it. So I stopped off to buy a bottle of champagne. And usually when I'm going to buy for like a group event like that, I buy one that like is a little bit cheaper and that you can share with other people. So like your average is usually like the Andre bottle. What do you yeah, think? You're going to mix it. Oh, what do you think Andre is usually going to cost you? Um, eight to ten dollars. No, cheaper than that. I don't what, know. What is it usually for you? Like, Andre is usually like five to six. Yeah. At one point it was four to six. Yes, it like, was. You could find it some shops yes, you for could. Like four dollars. Yes. Four ninety nine. Andre used to be four ninety nine. Never more than like six bucks. Truth. Mm. Truth. Nine ninety nine at Walmart. Shut, shut, shut the mouth. Not kidding you. Wow. At Walmart, everything for a regular size bottle. Every champagne bottle, bottle, starting with Andre, going up was ten like nine ninety nine or higher. There was what? nothing under ten dollars, other than like the nine ninety nine. Like there was nothing under nine ninety nine at Walmart. And they they now they graded. They don't have a huge selection. Some like liquor stores might have more selection, so there might be a little bit yeah. better like pricing. Same with like Kroger. It, they might still have it for like seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine. But at Walmart Andre was nine ninety nine. Uh, Andre <sighs> was nine ninety nine. I'm not kidding you. And if you're buying a bottle, you know people are going to be mixing stuff with. Like, you don't want to get your pricier. No. Champagne your... way drinkers, don't go to forking Walmart. Uh, right? I was so Fork Wally Wadden. Uh, I get, Wadden. like, cost and demand. Like, we're obviously part of the champagne movement that's happening in, in the world. Yeah. And... Because that's not just our local Walmart. They've got to raise that at a lot of them. But like they raised the prices quite a bit to a point that I was just like in shock. So if you've noticed that your prices on champagne are going up in your area, do you feel like you're a part of that? You should let us know at thechampagneway.com because we're curious about this. I think we need to do a study on the demand and like the cost is that the grocery store thing it, it wasn't like the walmart grocery store it was like the the, the walmart superstore well, but, to the super but store. you have to think you know how i i know in 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 nashville you know it used to only be available at liquor stores and right. now it expanded to grocery stores slash walmart and areas. on sundays and on sundays so is that that type of thing that availability or but yes please champagne way listeners Please let us know what your price point is. We're real curious. What is your Andre available at? What is your Andre starting point available at at different locations? We're real curious. Because, I mean, I think Andre is a good, like, base price to start at. Like, that's your Mm -hmm. go-to. That's my go-to, at least. When I'm going to big events that, again, people are going to be mixing. It's going to be a mimosa bar. Andre is great for that. It's a great filler for your mimosas. It's a great filler for these kind of parties. And when I saw it for like almost double the price of what I'm used to paying, I was in shock. So I'm just curious about all of our listeners and what their price range is. Let's talk about this. So message us at the Champagne Way because I'm super, super curious about this. 
Hey, friends. So we have added a new segment to the Champagne Way podcast. It's called Dear Bubbles. And we completely ripped this off. Not your brother's podcast. We (laughs) We love you guys. We loved the ending of theirs where they had like people write in and like ask a question. People and like one of their hosts gives an advice. So we decided we're going to get drunk and give people advice. Mm-hmm. But, and it's obviously going to be true to the heart because we're going to be wasted while we give it. So it's all truth. It's all honest. It's all honest truth. Unfiltered honesty. And you yeah. get all three of us. And I feel like we're at all three different spectrums of something. Yeah. Uh, all or, of it. Not our opinion or, our opinion or whatever. Very, yeah. yeah. So it's not, you're just getting, you're getting amazing advice. I'm just, I'm yeah. Gonna, we haven't even done it yet, but I just feel like you're going to get that. You're going to yeah. get good advice. And Tran's going to add it to the website. So you could just submit there. You can submit on um, our Instagram or Facebook page. And we will candidly answer your questions about whatever, yeah. about what you should do in a situation or how you should feel or whatevs. Name your price. We got you, boo. Well, the price is free but, <laughs> it's, free. <laughs> but I mean, it's like dear jane columns except for we're dear gonna be or, i'm sorry dear abby columns <laughs> but we're gonna uh we don't have a column we have a podcast so it's gonna be like that you'll submit online to us you can create a fake name you don't have to give your real name nope. um change names in the stories whatever but we're gonna address based off yeah. of that so submit we're really excited to start this we'll start it as soon as we start getting some um submissions from people but we're really looking forward to this yeah we can't wait cheers cheers all right what we may or may not talk about on the next episode of the champagne way are we gonna start a small town crime podcast based off of Lindsay's hometown? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. Will Lindsay ever forgive me for all the perceived so-called backhanded compliments? Because I swear I haven't been trying to make them. I'm just been I've just been really off this week, guys. I've just been really speaking really, her truth. Really, really off, guys. Um, and will you all submit to our near or not near our new? <laughs> Our new Dear Bubbles. Dear Bubbles. Podcast Trina said Manure. <laughs> Please submit to Dear Bubbles. We'll, we'll fix your life. We are going to fix your life. Wish him Manure. So Manure. please <laughs> submit to us at thechampagneway.com. Look for Dear Bubbles Manure. under the menu. Thank you, everyone. We would like a special shout out to the Second Sound Productions who do, do our podcast. And if you would like to start a podcast, you should probably reach out to them because it's really hard and complicated and you would not be voted number two podcast in Nashville without them. So we would like to thank Marshmallow and Trina Pad for that. And also our lovely host, Lindsay Luhu, Jessica Just Jam, and Trina Jenica. It didn't rhyme, sorry. And anywho, um, thank you, Sojo Sunglasses, for giving Lindsay the opportunity to wear your sunglasses. We love them. Send them to the rest of us. Please. Yeah. And all the other people who submitted in the bubble bracket. Thank you for getting us shamered on a Sunday. <laughs> we love you. Kiss, kiss. Goodbye. Please follow us at thechampagneway.com on Instagram and on Facebook. Also, like, listen, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on our website, and on Spotify. We love you. Thank you.